Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Okay, hello! He's back! I am! How <laughs> hey, are you, Mark. Julia? I'm fine, thank you. I'm so I'm glad to have you back. I love doing the show with Joel. Uh-huh. But it's good to get a different perspective. Because I have I have missed your take on JJ, for example. Right. Joel tried last week, but he he couldn't be as vitriolic. <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't summon up the bile no, for one no, of one of our nation's nice. heroes. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Well, I've I've been around the country. I'm I'm currently making a new BBC show uh, for prime time. Uh, it's called uh, The Spark. I might do a podcast about it, like pull it to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I travel the country with Karen Hauer. And what basically happens <laughs> is we, we we talk to people in various sort of locations and things. We sample the local food and then it builds to a, she has to basically do a dance to try and win my affections back. <laughs> Can she tempt me uh, again? We've done three episodes so far. Yeah, um, it's. Um, I mean, I've I've failed at the first hurdle. Mark's time. been in a coma, everyone, but at least he had nice dreams while he was there. <laughs> Welcome yeah. back, Mark. Thank you. Very nice to see you. Uh, and look, what a great week to come back for! It's quarterfinals. I know. How the hell do we get here? I know it was a short <sighs> series and everything, but this feels like time has accelerated somewhat. Oh, completely. Do you know what's really funny about this one? Is it really works. Because I feel like we got introduced to everyone, we sifted people out, but what I haven't had is that week going, oh, let's get rid of all the people who are still getting sexes. No, correct. The streamlined version, I think you're right, it does work really well. I also quite like how quickly it is, with Missing Halloween and things, how quickly you're sort of going, it's musicals and then next week it's the semi-finals, And it's just like, wow, there is no fat on this format anymore. None at all. Much like the pro dancers, there is not an ounce of fat (laughs) <laughs> anyway great covid opener as well from lord andrew lloyd lord weber <laughs> what the hell was that <laughs> uh, he i think television mistakes how beloved he is as a figure it really does um, he's he was on strictly it takes two on friday as well and mm. just sort of like uh just didn't fit and they all treat no. obviously he's, he's revered he's you know responsible for a lot of the worst musicals that have ever been uh, staged um, and some of the worst tunes. There, no one ever says that. I'm just putting it out there. Some some really awful tunes. Um, Cats, like, what the hell was that? But, uh, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's, well, he's a lord, obviously. He's worshipped uh, mm. and performed for in that empty theatre. It all felt a bit uncomfortable to me. It did, didn't it? And for, um, for a man who spent his whole life watching musical theatre... He's not really mastered the app, art of clapping, is he? he um, <laughs> his hands flap around like there's a fused wrist bone and then the hands yes, of no bones. It's so <laughs> weird. I've never seen anyone have difficulty clapping. Well, like his hands are angry with each other and don't want to <laughs> connect yeah. in the middle. He also did say, Jamie, you're a star. For oh, which, again, didn't he? Stop didn't encouraging he? him. No, he's not. Yeah, they brought on Bill. And uh, I mean, Andrew Lloyd Webber, again, a man who spends his life in theatre. Mm. He can't deliver simple lines. 
No, so they, they'd obviously had to do quite a scissors and paste job yeah. on the line where he said, and they couldn't quite get it right, which was even better. So it showed that, <laughs> yes, there had been a big problem. And he said a line where he went uh, to Bill, going to have to get you back on stage on theatre when we get back. Oh, man. And it was alive. all jerky and sl- not like that the clapping. Hard. I know we've all been like, you know, locked away a bit. And, then, you know, it's quite hard to form sentences when you haven't been regularly using your words for a while. Yeah. But yeah. that was that was just seriously. He, he must have been speaking throughout the whole of lockdown just to insurance companies. <laughs> just <laughs> oh getting that sorted. I'm um, sorry, I'm not laughing at the plight of uh, British theatre. Just at him and Mark's joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did say some really odd things. So they had a line where you know, and it is nice to celebrate Strictly, and Strictly mm. is the closest thing that we have really to musicals yes, on British enough. television. And he said, um, for one night only, musicals are back where they belong. Or on TV. Or, or on te- I mean, I mean, musicals <laughs> I are never on that. TV. They're no. never, you know, and they always look a bit weird on TV because they're stagey so and weird. big and huge. So weird. Yeah. The one of the saddest things I think that's ever happened is the slight. Um, Um, uh, move they've done towards going musicals on TV do not work so Mm -mm. instead we'll have staged concerts of the musicals where we don't even try Mm. and Les Mis started it with their sort of 20th anniversary oh that's right yeah where it's just people going you know what the wonder of musicals are that they're like concerts it's the spectacle no It's people no. standing still with open, with books. Yeah. <laughs> Singing from books like in church. It's Alfie Bow coming out and he's wearing a suit, but because, like, I don't know, he's playing a cat, it will have a cat's paw print on it, <laughs> you know. It's not good enough. What is going on? So him and Michael Ball now are kind of acknowledged to be, you know, the Nan's favourite. They make they must make so much money yeah, yeah. from being They're like this, this two-headed musicals beast. <laughs> Yeah. They unnerve me. I, also, again, because, you know, we, we talk about this a lot, looking at the lovely smiling faces of celebrities and then deciding which ones are secretly evil underneath. I'm not oh, saying yeah. that Michael Ball and Alfie Bow are evil, but I just get, <laughs> like, not gen- genuinely wholesome vibes from either of them. I think they have very juvenile, unwholesome vibes. Yeah. So I imagine when, Stunted. like, the taxi driver <laughs> picks them up, you know, and he'll he'll pick up Alfie next... The two of them will go, all right, lads, and one of them will bring out a porn mag and the two of them will will crease up with laughter in the back. And when the cab driver goes, what's going on back there? They both start like, elbowing each other and going, shut up, shut up, shut yeah, up. Yeah, they you do know. have that. that so they didn't progress beyond about 13. <laughs> No, and in, and clearly they know it works for them, but I just oh, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm alarmed by their rapid success. I, I am actually amazed we haven't seen them this series. They are yes, I know, hundred percent what Strictly normally does. Well, exactly. And we'll talk about the, the terms the and conditions later. And I know they've obviously had. Um, I think they've got for the for the Sunday show um, and Juliet. Uh, that's going to be the performance. So I get I get that that's why they'd be doing the terms and conditions. But on mm. Musicals Week, when you could literally get anyone and they got they yep. had michael crawford later on for for bill for the phantom thing get get a huge west end star here's an idea Completely. get a huge west end star yeah this not is, i mean this also has, whoever this those is a funny thing were. about about the show about how you can really if you get a a, a, a number that everybody knows yeah. that does so much of the heavy lifting in your dance yep. and if you get one that isn't as familiar you actually have quite an uphill struggle i think kind you know. of yeah it's a strange one. And Anne Juliet is not the sort of thing you're going to go, oh, good, I like that. Because no, because it's only it's been a, in the West End musical. for about, it had been in the West End for, I think, maybe three months or something, obviously, when everything had to close. It's not yeah. quite established yet. Obviously, this is, <clears throat> it's going to be great marketing for them when the theatres do open again. But 
Um, it, yes, it, just 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 in terms of the who do you get for the big guest, they're all over the place with the guests they're getting for this this really bit of the are. show. When really they could are. get literally anyone. Yeah, they they've chosen to get literally no one. You <laughs> I know. know. With, with, with all due, with, with, you know, absolutely not 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 kicking. <laughs> no, but they're the, all the, people the cast you go, of Anne Juliet, but no, no idea who you are. Yeah, not at all. Imagine, I mean, again, I always think about like Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, I imagine if they have the terms and conditions bit, they aren't going to be using someone who's opened up off Broadway. They're going to no. be using Brad Pitt. You'd so, think. think. It's all on Zoom. Like, what's the diff? Just like someone who's well, available for a quick phone call. It's not hard. The one thing I've begun to wonder since that news story about the dancers uh, who were invited on and then not offered payment. I wonder oh, if yeah. it's just no, a that case was the band. Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that they have no budget. So they, they are just using the people from Anne Juliet because the producers of that That's are obviously going to go, well, it's going to take you an hour. You're bloody doing it. Yeah, you know, exactly. Maybe, great, maybe great that's publicity. It literally yeah. is for the exposure. And you and I have both worked for, I'm not just saying the BBC, you know, lots of different people in broadcasting. Oh, and yeah. that is trotted out again and again. We would like you to, we'd invite you to do this on a big show, which is arguably the biggest of its kind. Yeah. We don't have a budget to pay you. And it's like, well, where, where do I have to go beyond this where they do start paying? Because this yeah. is Strictly Come Dancing. This is Strictly completely, Come Dancing. Completely. It's, Everybody it else who works on that show is being paid. The people who are on television For sure. should be paid. I'm glad we've addressed that because that was that did not sit well. And they, mm. the, the Strictly It Takes Two producer did say it was it was a Latino band, I think, or I can't remember what kind of music it was, but it was a, a themed band they got on for a particular item. And yeah. the producer said they weren't dropped because they asked for money. They were in the end dropped for editorial reasons, like we changed our minds. But the the fact is, they were told it's for exposure. We it doesn't yeah. this this role doesn't attract a fee. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like I know oh, everyone's absolutely. struggling, but these people don't aren't making any money at the moment. Bands can't play live. You pay them. You pay them. Yeah. It's absolutely. a moral imperative. Mm. Completely. I, do you know what? You can always find a little bit of extra money in the budget if yeah. you take it from the executive producers' pay. Funny, you for can doing nothing. Yeah, really. It's always always doable. Amazing. I, I don't think anyone's ever thought of that, Mark. You're a you're a, a genius. <laughs> oh, everyone's thought of it, but I'll tell you what, the executive producers have thought of ways out of it much more than we have. The opening number, Julia. Uh, Priscilla, oh. Queen of the Desert. Yes, please. So yes. Um, I we've, we've said there's a lot this series. Um, uh, whether whether the choreograph uh, choreography where are the where, I can't say choreography <laughs> that word whether that team has changed or there's been a reshuffle or someone else is in charge now these big dance numbers this series are just brilliantly letting down their hair and going yeah. tri- like gay as and obviously this one is Priscilla's Queen of the Desert it's drag queen so Jojo apparently that's what they call him now I'm not calling him Johannes anymore I want to pretend he's my friend so Jojo my close dear pal um, was obviously leading from the front dragged up headpiece makeup just looking wonderful and then Giovanni and Gorka were flanking him as the other two drag queens yeah. from Priscilla just absolutely in fact um, Giovanni in particular just looked at home oh, <laughs> in a way that perhaps Gorka was a bit like well I'm going with it but Nah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Gorky, you could tell by the choice of footwear as well, because he had block heels on. Yeah. And the other two were in stilettos. Proper so you, heels. You could tell Gorka was a bit like, I am not 100% used to this sort of thing. Yes. But you know what? I give it the old college try. Um, and I, I, I mean, did. I, I, you know, I, 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 it comes out, you know, uh, uh, the three of them dancing. And again, 
I watch it as a member of the sickening metropolitan liberal elite. Of course, um, we both I, do. I, I just not a racist. And I watch <laughs> yes, it. thank you for that clarification. <laughs> I watch it, and I, I, you know, I sort of go, "Oh, this is quite fun." It's Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Mm. And what you forget, of course, is for a lot of people, this is so antagonistic and so against family. Oh, they had complaints. Uh, as soon as I think of that, I go, "Now I'm really enjoying it." Yes, now I'm really yes. loving this. <laughs> yeah, a political act. Um, you mentioned the complaints. I don't know if you saw uh, James Jordan, who I think out of pretty much all of the ex-dancers mm. might be the one that I feel least warmth towards. Yes, I think I might have had a similar reaction to him uh, when he's posted previously on subjects, varying mm. uh, subjects. He put up a tweet that just said, well, I have to say I'm glad I never had to dance in a pro dance like that. I'm sure mm. many of you enjoyed it, which is fine. Just not my style. What um, a cock! What an absolute cock. Way to go. Um, I'm uncomfortable with any kind of show of anything other than solid masculinity. And um, uh, what if I catch it? What if I'm near them and one of them gives it to me? Important for me to stress as well, in case you're interested, that I am heterosexual. So let me just make that clear. When he's like, you know, I'm glad they didn't have to do that. I, I did think to myself, well, you were never going to be asked because they got rid of you about eight years ago. Yeah, maybe because they sense the, on about the, it. the just inherent homophobia mm. in somebody who works on a freaking dancing show. It, it Get must out! Be, it must be a horrible life to be a professional dancer who is homophobic. It's, well, I, mean, I mean, he must have been made, furious all the time. It's about time we rooted out <laughs> the gays from professional ballroom dancing. And I am the man to do that. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong. I am. Um, I mean, I'm not disappointed because, like you said, I think he's proven himself to be a bit of a bell before mm, now. Mm. Um, but I am just uh, almost impressed that he'd go like full Lawrence Fox and say it out loud. Well, like, read I mean, the room, dude. I mean, look, you know, it's been a few years since he's been on telly, you know, and you, you do so. realise that, you know, if you say, it's do you know what quiet. I don't like? You yeah. know what I don't like? People will start chucking you money. Yeah, that's true enough. Oh, God. Well, let's not give him any more uh, oxygen or publicity then in that case. No. let's. uh, Priscilla was fabulous. Let's bear in mind the vision of uh, Johannes Jojo, a black man from the African subcontinent Uh who is on British television on primetime in drag. Full slap. Who is absolutely the biggest star in the room. Yeah, pouting from a giant shoe. That's right. Yes! That is Britain 2020. Yes, please. And if you don't like it, you can shove that shoe up your bum. (laughs) Hello, my darlings. It's me, Anna Mann, actress, singer, welder. Gotta have a backup. I've been in everything, my darlings, and I've been cut from most things. However, I will not be cut from one thing, and that is my own podcast, Talking to Actors with Anna Mann where I meet those rarest of creatures, the actors. That's Talking to Actors on The Great Big Owl. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Um, out comes Claudia wearing a um, a white flared suit. I had a touch of the Saturday Night Fever about it. Yeah, I, in fact, I thought at the kind of the at the end of their little sting that they come on to da 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 that she would assume the pose because she yeah. had the suit. I thought she'd go Travolta, Smash. but mm. I mean, just a, a tiny detail, but a missed opportunity there. She did uh, reference uh, later on uh, Shawadi Wadi, which I adored her for <laughs> even more if that were possible. <laughs> just another another little nod there as to why you would be a very good producer on this because it's uh, all about the detail, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just I think so. G- give people the Easter eggs. That's what Don't we like. forget those little details. We're all watching that closely because we've got nothing else. We can't go outside. <laughs> we'll die. <laughs> So shall we start with the first dance then, Mark? Yeah, it was uh, JJ and Amy doing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang at Charleston. <laughs> Don't say Bang Bang around JJ. <laughs> he will, he'll oh hit the floor. There were yeah. a lot of loud bangs during their routine that aren't in the original score that <laughs> I did slightly worry were... I wonder if they're trying to put him off and they're sort of going, right, it's time for you to go now. <laughs> Occasionally you can hear the whistle of what sounds like it could be an unmanned drone. You are so... You've made me horrible now. I used to be nice. Now I've descended to your level for lols. He did annoy me slightly again here. And part of the reason is analysing what he does each week. Yeah. Everything that he does has a big investment of huge emotional meaning. Right. He never goes, oh, I love this song. He's always like... Uh, this song is all about, you know, inner strength. And I've had to have tremendous Everything's a motivational so it, Facebook yeah. post. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. This time they're doing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, you Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> and he said, now, this is lighthearted. Uh, this is who I actually am. Oh, and a, really? Uh, I mean, you've, you've always got to find that emotional heft. This time in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. He can find that, it in the Birdie song if you give him five minutes okay, to think oh, about it. Oh, completely. Everything is always specifically relevant to him yeah. and his story. For which, sure. Which uh, I, I do find very, very tiring. Are you saying um, he's self-obsessed? <laughs> I, I'm saying he, he certainly comes across that way. <laughs> yeah. So there's a little VT before they started where they got to drive a, a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I'm not sure <laughs> if it was the... But anyway, yeah, they, so they, it was going to be Elstree. I guess they just had it in a garage. The pissing I, I imagine. rain in Boreham Wood, yes. driving around an empty, deserted lot so just beautiful. as the light's beginning to fade. And Amy's got like a parasol because he truly scrumptious has a parasol. But that, that doesn't keep the rain off, as she found out quite quickly, because it's made of lace. <laughs> it did... I mean, she in this was, to some degree, perfect casting. She seemed like, if you went to see Chitty Chitty Bang Bang oh, at the, yeah. si- the, the Sidmouth Players Theatre in mm-hmm. Devon, uh, it, it would say, um, starring as truly scrumptious Amy from BBC One's hit show. And yeah. she, it felt to me a little bit like she was like, this is the role I was always born I, to yeah, play. Yeah, it did suit her. I mean, it really did suit her. The costume wasn't quite right, I didn't think, though. Because it's no. supposed to be, I mean, it's, it, is it Edwardian or something? I'm thinking of the film yeah. now. But, and I know they couldn't do the full length thing. But it just looked, it looked, it was see-through a bit, I thought. 
She's not appropriate for Truly Scrumptious. She's a very prim sort of a character. I didn't think she embodied the character that well this week, actually. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't your daddy's Truly Scrumptious. No. This is a totally rad Truly Scrumptious for 2020. Stop trying to sex up Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. It's not acceptable. (laughs) Um, But the actual actual routine, I don't know what you thought of it, but um, I thought, like everything with JJ, um, he, it was, you know, he kept up. Um, Shirley did make um, afterwards a, I thought, pointed but entirely correct reference to the simple choreography, which, you know, in quarterfinals week is entirely not really what we're looking for. Um, I just wrote, it's like the car can't take off. So there was a lot of sort of correct movements, but the um, Charleston is huge, cartoonish, crazy. All the things that he said he was going to do, you know, I'm going to really become Caractacus Potts is is a a lunatic, mad inventor. You know, if you're going to take a shot at a Dick Van Dyke character, you know, don't miss. And it was just all very well-mannered and polite and kind of not danced. It was more sort of just walked through and that's what he does he can't go beyond that i don't think no it was like a very very competent high school production that you would watch and you'd go that's the best high school production i've ever seen and there was some really nice sync bits with his long legs they commented how long his legs are now that must be difficult there were some really nice bits but on the whole just not the energy or the execution it wasn't bad but it stuck out like a sore thumb because of the level of competition that we're at now exactly i think it was just a waste of a charleston yeah, when I agree. Charleston's are the big you know numbers. That's a big, big show-stopping and musicals you, you... week as well. Completely, yeah. And so, I mean, it could have been really. It didn't feel like a Charleston at all because no. Charleston, as you say, that frenetic, that energy, and what this was was, it did actually feel like musical theatre rather than a dance. Yeah, it felt like a a decent number in a quite flat production of Chitty Chitty Bang. Yeah, I might have been looking at my programme or trying to open my poppets <laughs> at yeah. this point. Just not really paying attention. Let's, let, let's get to poppets. the end of this bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have come from the Royal Marines to this, said mm. Tess, just making sure there was still that obligatory mention. Oh, um, I know. The judges weren't enthused by it. I think they, they were giving supportive comments because I think they were thinking, well, uh, having seen that, your time is coming up. I think there I, is a... Yeah, I think their comments were quite nice. I think he, they weren't mm. expecting the scores they actually got because no. they were sort of quite encouraged. I mean, Craig said it was stoppy and starty and he wasn't dancing the bits in between the moves and all, all that stuff they mm. say to someone in week four and then you either get it right or you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Motsi had my comment of the night this week. She said... Uh, what a beautiful smile. <laughs> Which is what you say to someone who really has just done something bad or a child that's done a terrible picture yeah. that has some sort of a bent red line in the middle so you can say you think it might be a beautiful smile. But My no. favourite thing that Motsi said in this is she just went, Chitty Chitty JJ. It's <laughs> like it's repeated, isn't it? Chitty's repeated and then the letter J. Uh, is So well, that I, really... I suppose you Even could, Bruno would have tried to cover that. that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a lot of Um, (laughs) they got a six and two sevens for 20 bad score again you know it's it it is a really bad score it's four beneath the quarterfinals yeah yeah, and four beneath the next lowest you know and at this stage obviously four is you might as well be 20 at this stage they have marked themselves out as you know mm. loose what's the word not loose fat but they're definitely they're definitely there's there's, there's a they are there's (laughs) there's a chasm between what they're able to do as a yeah. couple, and what some of the other couples are able to do. No, I would completely. Suggest. They haven't yet had a dance-off, have they? 
Um, no, I think he's been, the emotional approach has worked incredibly well. Mm. And, um, you know, lots of uh, people who support war and wear poppies well beyond November have been picking up the phone for him. But I, yeah, I just wonder that is if a, this isn't the end of the line. That, that is a deep concern for me. Yeah. We've never seen him in the dance-off. Uh, I think this would be the second week where he's been the lowest scoring and mm. patently the worst. Yeah. Um, and, and I am concerned that maybe his numbers, when people are ringing in, are 30 times that of the next biggest Sheesh, that's that is a worry. Well, I mean, it, it, there's no question he shouldn't be in the final, and that's not... That's just a qualitative judgment, I think. Yeah. Someone of his sort of calibre, you know, that the, the, by this stage of the competition is usually filtered out. Yeah. And you're right, if the public are just voting... Normally, public sympathy tends to wane in favour of who do I want to see dancing. If he yeah, Basically, if he's bored his fans enough by just being the same every week, then maybe they'll start to either just not pick up the phone or move over to another couple. But um, yeah, I just, oh, it's fine and everything, but he's definitely outlived, outstayed Completely. his welcome now. Absolutely. He, he is He is very much the, the low-hanging fruit on yeah. an otherwise and delicious dance And he's done amazing tree. things. And Amy did make a point of saying with Claudia afterwards that the physio on the show is is uh, astounded at what he's able to do. He shouldn't physically be able to do the things he has done considering yeah. his injuries and amazing. But, you know, dancing now, time to go home. <laughs> this Hey, look, this is not... this. They don't call it show inspiration. They call it show business. Yes, um, sirree. <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't quite work, but I think my point is clear. <laughs> I think we all understood what you were struggling and groping for. So well done. <laughs> Next, we had an appearance from Anne Hathaway and William Shakespeare. We did, against um, an unconvincing CGI red curtain. Yes, very much so. Mm. I, I, I'm going to say that Shakespeare didn't make much of an effort to look like Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had a quill and a jerkin, and Since, they were like, well, that is enough. Just because he hasn't had any portraits with a short back and size doesn't mean to say he didn't opt for that look at some point in his career. We don't know that. <laughs> I think we he weren't also there, had a watch Mark. on, Julia. I think he had a watch on. Um, He's also an iPhone sticking out of his top pocket. Yes. Bit, of a, bit of a giveaway. Yeah. Um, they did the terms and conditions. They are coming back. And it was it was sort of odd that Claudia just sort of said, well, thanks to, to them. And yeah. didn't really name the actors. No. And didn't play up the whole idea of them being William Shakespeare. But um, mm. just odd. Just odd to see it was all a bit the terms fast. and conditions that you've never seen before. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to do it, then do it in full costume. Where the, where the gear pretend it's Shakespeare make some lols out of that it was so f well phoned in and i'm guessing they were literally just around the corner in the same studio because if they're performing on the sunday show they're obviously yeah. they're ready to film it after the saturday show's finished so it yes it all just you know looked a bit like not much effort which again no. if i if as the producer of this show mark i'm just mm -hmm. i'm saying the details are important and i'm not the seeing details i totally agree with that <laughs> i think it's been a, it's been too broad a stroke Next, we had one of my favourites of the night. It's Ranveer and Giovanni doing their Viennese waltz, so very spinny, to that song out of Off of Waitress. <laughs> right, the nice yeah. lady with the apron and the pie, that one. Yeah. 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 yeah this, I, I've, I've not seen this musical. I don't know anything about it, but I instantly recognised it from the adverts they have on the tube. Exactly. I was like, oh, right, that blue dress, that's that musical. They've been very uh, clever with the costume. It's like, as it's become as iconic as like the Alice in Wonderland kind of mm. blue dress sort of bib thing. It's very, it's just, it's, you see it and you know. And they put it yeah. on the posters and they, the branding of that musical has been very clever, I think. Yeah, they did a really, really clever bit of set dressing, which was they only had like four things, all all exactly the same thing, but four of them. And it was those 
big metal things that if you're in an institution, you put your tray back on. Oh, yes. And there were four of those at the back. And I was like, do you know what? I haven't thought about those for years. But that mm. absolutely has summed up the notion of I serve food and this is where it comes back to. Yeah, they have, them, they have them in Ikea. They probably just borrowed them from the local Ikea around the North Circular. Because <laughs> they have them for the trays in the cafe there. Yeah, it's, no, it's brilliant. Exactly um, that. I, I mean, look, this dance, Julia. I mean, this is what you come to see Strictly Come Dancing Oh, for, yes. All it? day, every day. And their training Just, video oh. was really sweet. And again, you could say you could easily level uh, this accusation. The same one uh, we've leveled at JJ about was going for yeah. the emotion. They do tell the story about Ramvir over and over again, that she's not confident and she's really had to push herself but I don't know with her it just feels a bit more authentic I don't know why um, yeah it's, it's certainly grown as the show has gone on yeah we've I watched mean, her naturally come out of herself I think yeah. while still clearly being riddled with self-doubt but she's so sweet and she's so I just wrote down it kind of almost made me cry watching the training video because there's a moment just when she's I guess practicing the waltz the Viennese waltz where she's wor- being whirled around the dance floor by Gio and I just said, she doesn't look like a woman. She looks like a girl. Yeah. Like she just goes all carefree and she just totally. throws her head back and she really looks like someone who was in there but struggling to get out or she's too busy working and being a you know, single mum and stuff. It just looks like the inner girl has been released. Yeah. It's, God, that is so such a powerful thing to Absolutely. show the women of this country, you know, who probably, mm. you know, some of them feeling a bit like her brilliant just a brilliant story her arc everything about it is great yeah and her and, acting and just, was so good in this routine you, you're, you're so right about that girlishness because when she comes out she's just so light on her feet yeah you know she's like a sort of feather or a she, she actually reminds me most especially in this dance of one of those little plastic uh, jewelry boxes you know with oh, the ballerina yeah. that when you I open it up and the dance in front of the thing and she has a sort of I don't know, just an innocent sort of beauty yeah. to the way that she does this, that it is just, she just transforms. Yeah. And, and that transformation is, as much as anything, the thing that I find really sort of beautiful about what happens, as you say, agreed. You know, like a little girl, but it's, there is a definite transformation that happens when she's on that dance floor. Completely. And it's magic to watch. It's yeah, it really magic. is. I think, and think her act, I mean, her acting has been pretty amazing for a political editor from sort of day one, but in this number, because it sort of told the story of someone who's, coming into her own finding her mm. voice I don't know the, the music either but I understand that's the kind of the arc of the character in, in Waitress it was just it was really emotional but she acted that part someone who's yeah. just uh, Craig was bitching about her pastry rolling at the start like could have done without that <laughs> but yeah, she acted the part of someone who was a bit, bit beaten down by life turning into this unbelievably stunning swan like just beautiful dancer totally. and it did actually it actually made me cry and the spinning was just relentless and she mm. didn't she did a Viennese waltz and she didn't bang on about the spinning making her dizzy which nope, I, which is, nope. I think was a first on the on our <laughs> Strictly bingo we can actually cross that one off someone who didn't moan about travel sickness yeah. when spinning a lot she was just well, great Motsy cried as well um, there was lots of talk about how she'd done the best flackle yeah. which um, I wish I'd called my child Fleckle. Absolutely <laughs> love it. I think it's brilliant. And as I think, you know, I think it was Craig who said, what can I say about your frame? Phenomenal. Yeah, and the it standing just spin, was perfect. Just when you when you do, you know, that sort of that, that dance thing, and it isn't just a celebrity who is learning to dance, but you are going out there and you are creating something of such beauty. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, it's magic to see. It, you, it makes you realise there is so much television that you watch that doesn't set out to create something beautiful. Yes. And when you see something beautiful, you go, gosh, it seems like a long time since I've seen something it like really, that. It really, really does. And the fact the that she's, she's, she's putting that out continuously, you know, week after week, she does something quite beautiful. Yes, I there's mean, something a bit magic going on there, isn't there? She, I think. She's 
obviously winning hearts and minds. And I just, I, I mean, I now feel she has to go to the final. I don't think she's, there's she's any got justice for her and that storyline if she doesn't make it to the final. For sure. I voted for her and for Bill and Ozzy last night because I fear that them just mm. being kind of slightly... They're, they're near the top of the table, arguably, but mid-table now. Everyone's yeah. mid-table. It's a complete, you know, up for grabs, isn't it? I fear that, you know... There's, if, there, if fatigue kicks in with those emotional stories, people yeah. stop picking up the phone. I'm, she has to be in the final. It's like imperative. Yeah, she um, got three nines for, for she 27, did. Uh, which was would end up putting her third on the leaderboard by the yeah, end of the evening. Yeah, and, 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 and if there was something really during during her, quite early in the routine, I think Shirley does this a lot, but you don't always see it on camera. Yeah, standing up. She stands up and really peers over. And it gave me this really unpleasant image because obviously the chemistry is just so gorgeous between Ramveer and Giovanni. Yeah. It's almost like she's peering over the side of the bed watching them at it. <laughs> it just made me feel really like, oh. Don't <laughs> worry, dear. Stand Shirley back a likes bit. to watch. This is it's horrible. <laughs> like, this is a precious moment. Can you just show some sensitivity and just lean back? I know she's trying to get the footwork, but lean back I want back to a see bit. if the tongue goes in. <laughs> A little bit, a little bit on the side. I'll mark, give them extra mark for that. But I understand she's tongue. just doing her job. But it skewed me out somewhat. I th- I thought that was a tens routine, and they were a little stingy, stingy with their mm. with their mm. last mark because they didn't really find anything wrong with it. So no, just give her a ten and stop being a stingy bag. And maybe they're saving it for next week so she can I, really. I, I... Look, I, I mean, off. I do think there were a couple of lower marks in this show. That does seem to be, it's the semi-finals, were, uh, the quarter-finals rather, we're all taking it seriously. And they want to hold back so that you get, if we get tens all the way through to I the guess, final now. I guess, yeah. You know, so I think they are pulling back. They're going to be I think, I think there were, were certainly two dances that should have been 30s. Oh, yeah. Welcome to All Rather Mysterious, the podcast that aims to unlock the mysteries of the past with the key of fact. My name is John Rain. My name is Eleanor Morton. My name is David Reed. Please join us as we present to you mysteries that have baffled the world. You had any noises? What about um, a door creaking? Uh, you, don't, uh, you don't have to do this. That weird kadunk that yeah, lights well, going off makes for some reason in films. <laughs> All Rather Mysterious. 